We had an interesting HR files today. Well, it was almost two HR files uh, that ended up springing up today. One was about your nipple. Well, in in photos of your new tattoo. A question. And then it was about yeah. And then it was about scaring people at work, which is something I deal with. A uh, a betrayal in friend or foe. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, also, when Brian's lunch found out he knows even less than I do about country or classic country music, and your maybe it's just me was a. <laughs> Shocking look inside your life. Uh, it's all coming up right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Friend or foe might be one of my favorite things that we do on the show to give away tickets. Mm-hmm. And it is a Winstock winning Wednesday right now. Come on now. So we have Winstock tickets to give away, and we have two people sitting on hold ready to play friend or foe. I mean, Winstock is awesome. If you've never been, you need to get there. Miranda Lambert, Cody Johnson going down June 16th and 17th. Man, and just thinking about that right now, like with the weather we're having, thinking of how different it is to be out there in the heat. Having a nice cold beer. And I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the plans that we're supposedly having for Winstock this year. I, well, no, because we it's, still, it's still so early. It's yeah. still in the early planning stages, but we're going to do it better than we've ever done it before. That's what we do, man. All right, but we got uh, two people sitting on hold ready to play friend or foe. Uh, Joe, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Hallie, you still there? Yep. Uh, it's pronounced Hallie, correct? Yeah. Okay. just want to make sure we get that right. Okay. So here's how friend or foe works. Mm-hmm. In a second, we're going to ask you guys to say friend or foe at the same time, okay? Okay. Now, if both of you say friend, each of you gets one ticket to win stock. Nothing wrong with that. Nope, not at all. If one of you says foe and the other one says friend, the person who says foe gets both tickets to win sock. The person who says friend gets nothing. Squadoosh. Right. Now, the, the, the hard part is, if you both are like, I'm going to say foe and get both tickets, and you both say foe, neither one of you gets anything. And we're going to go to the 99th texter texting in the word podcast. So the stakes are high on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense, you guys? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the big key to this game is convincing the other person to say friend. Because the other person says friend, no matter what. You're leaving it with at least one ticket. Beautiful win stock. So we're going to start off with Joe. Joe, you tell Hallie here, why should you both say friend? I know I need to get out of the house more. So if anybody was listening back in December, um, I was in the hospital. Today's actually eight weeks of me being out of the hospital. Um, I work from home. I've been stuck up with a sea collar and uh, I had six broken ribs after a car accident. So... I need to uh, I need to get out of the house, <laughs> and uh, hopefully in warmer weather than what we're having right now. Say, I hope you're not waiting till July to finally get out of the house, man. Yeah, well, well you, hey, a weekend in June to go to Winstock? Ooh, Nothing wrong with that. June, yeah. Miranda yeah. Lambert, Cody Johnson. Okay, so that's a good reason. I like that one, a little Joe. sympathy. Well, what about you, Hallie? Why should Joe say friend? I mean, I have two kids, too, so I, like, really want to get out of the house and just have a weekend away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're both under two years old, so I just feel Ooh. like that would be great. God bless you. Two kids under two, huh? Oh, no, I'm going to go yeah. with the broken neck over having that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this is good. Now we have a good base layer for the next round. So, again, if you both say friend, each of you gets one ticket. If one of you says foe, the other one says friend. The person who says foe gets both tickets. If you both say foe, you get nothing, okay? Okay. So think it through, and yeah. we're going to come back and play friend or foe. 
Okay. Kelly and Wood in the morning. Yes, it is. And we are playing friend or foe right now. We got Winstock tickets on the line. And uh, friend or foe is either two people get to go to Winstock, one person gets to go, or nobody gets to go. So during the commercial break, we asked these guys what they plan on saying when we come back to play friend or foe. So we're going to play that back for you right now and see, do they stick to it? Do they change their minds? Will one get the old royal screw job? Here's what they told us. Hallie, you there? Okay. Now, Joe can't hear you right now, Okay. But we just want to know, what are you thinking about saying? Um, I'll probably say friend. Okay. I bad. I mean, the poor guy was in the hospital. Yeah, yeah were you going to go friend before he told you his little story? No. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> so it worked. Now, you're not, now, Hallie, you're not locked into this right. by, by any sort of stretch of the imagination. You can change at the last minute if you want to. Okay. I'm going to put you on hold. And we're going to find out what Joe plans on saying, okay? Okay. All right, hold on. Joe, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, so Hallie can't hear you right now, but we always like to kind of get uh, a little heads up on what you plan on saying. Do you plan on saying friend or foe? I'm going to say foe. All right. Okay. All Any right. reason behind it? Came with, came, with nothing, came with nothing, go home with nothing. All right. <laughs> Risky for the biscuit, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, hold on, Joe. We're going to get Hallie back on with us, okay? All right. All right, so that's what they told us that they were going to say during commercials. Let's get them back on the line with us right now and see. Uh, you guys there? You ready? Yep. All right, so quick recap. If you both say friend, you each get one ticket. If one of you says foe and the other one says friend, the person who says foe gets both tickets. If you both decide to give each other the old royal screw job and say foe, neither one of you gets anything. Yeah, we'll go to the 99th texter texting in the word podcast right now. Okay, so now here's the deal. I'm going to count back from three. As soon as I say one, you would announce whether it's friend or foe. Now, you have to do it as loud and as clearly as you can. If there's any hesitation, you automatically lose, okay? So, we're going to count back. Everyone ready to go? Yep. Yep. All right, here we go. We're playing friend or foe in three, two, one. Foe. Oh! Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Hallie, you said friend. Joe, you said foe. Yes. Right. Joe, tell Hallie why you went full. Uh, I figured uh, I figured that one ticket is one thing, but I figured I'd go uh, go big or go home. Okay, so I came with nothing. I can leave with nothing. Now, Joe, you couldn't hear it when Hallie first was got getting on was going to play front of foe. She admits that she was going to go foe, right? Yeah. But your story changed it, and then you stabbed her in the back, Joe. Do you feel bad at all? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like a lot of remorse well, in your no, tone. No, I, I do. I, I feel bad using my story that way, but I always said if I ever got on this thing that I was going to say foe because I'd rather have nothing than just one. So, so what about you? No, Terrible, but... Hallie, do you, uh, do you regret changing your mind on this one? I mean, a little bit, but that's okay. I have WeFest tickets, so you have fun. All right. Oh, well, see... Silver lining in every cloud. Good people, man. See, good Hallie's people. a good person. Well, Allie, thank you so much for playing this morning. Uh, sorry you're leaving with nothing today, but that's the way the... Oh, that's okay. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And Joe, hold on. We're going to get some information from you, okay? Kelly and Wood. My coworker keeps scaring me. That's what we have up now in the HR files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. So uh, this listener sent this into the Kelly and Wood Instagram page. Direct message. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping names out of it. I have a coworker who thinks it's hilarious to scare people. Oh. They are always jumping out of corners, banging doors. I swear he is going to give me a heart attack. Is there a way that I can get him to stop or can he get fired for this? Huh. 
I like that. A lot of the questions end in that. I'd like to listen in on this because I got some big issues with this around this building. Did Kelly write this question? No. <laughs> because those, those of you... One will come in in the morning, like, I'll be making my shake in the kitchen, be like, hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> and it just, it, like, every time it scares the hell out of Get me. Get the blood pumping. You may not have, like, in our handbook, there's not, like, hey, you can't scare people. You can't jump out of the corner and scare people. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be, like, that's unwanted behavior, right? You know, it's yes. not like harassment. It's not grabbing, touching, name-calling, but it's still unwanted behavior from one employee to another. Some yes. grabbing on Kelly. Oh, yeah. Once, yeah, once in a while. I don't want to hear about that one. But <laughs> Christmas goose. You can... Sl- <laughs> You can still, you can, if you, I always say, if you are comfortable, you can ask the fellow co-worker to stop what they are doing. Would please stop what you are doing. Now, but here, in my you defense, it, Brian, I did. In my defense, God blessed me uh-huh. with cat-like feet. Mm-hmm. And I, I wear, I wear tennis shoes and sometimes I'm Sneakers. just so quiet. I'm able to sneak up on people and not mean to, Right. but my body is just so... Yeah, you know, um, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people might have different excuses on why they should be able to do things. It's still an unwanted activity, Wood, and I'm sorry, uh, but I, I, in further instances, I'm gonna have to fire you. That's messed up, man. This is team building. <laughs> but okay, so like, let's say that you you did ask Kelly, you asked Wood to stop, and Wood doesn't stop. I'm not Wood, going to stop. I'm not going to. But stop. then, you, then you come and talk to me, Kelly, or. Unnamed We're doing employee. it right now. <laughs> and then official. I would have to talk to Wood and say, hey, I know you might think it's funny. It is. But they like they don't like getting scared at work. They might have... You don't know whatever this person went through. They may, Maybe Kelly got jumped in the alleyway a couple of years ago and he didn't want to tell anybody. I about pretty much it. know all the stories where Kelly got beat yeah, up. Yeah, I, I have been jumped yeah, before, yeah. By a gang of ruffians. You know what I'm going to do? I was the on next time I do it, I'm going to videotape it, and I'll put it on the Kelly Wood <laughs> Instagram done that page. Before. I pretty, yeah, I've seen it. It's yeah, it's on it's the funny. it's on the Facebook page. Yeah, and and then we'll have everyone vote, funny or not. Uh, yeah, that's probably to, that's probably not a, a great uh, technique. Just in case you're listening out there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't film it and then show it to your boss and say, "Look at this! It's so funny." I used to leave this door in the studio open in the mornings when I would come in, and then you and JJ across the hall both would come in and be like. Kelly, how's it going? I would just be like, it just it would ruin my day. It would, honest to God, ruin my day. So like, you know what? What about you, immature punks, bunch of bullies that I work with? I I hate it here. Kelly's holding back the tears right now. Yeah. It's funny. You know I, why I was such a bad employee for so long? Because I hated every morning until I started closing the door, and that one still kicks it in every morning. Every now, I've stopped. Since you cried about that, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so what recourse can I t- can this person take? Getting fired right off the bat to this person's person's initial question would not happen. Seems egregious. Unless they like did something really crazy. Like if somebody had a heart attack out of it, I could see something. Yeah, or they yeah. like my my. I I shouldn't even say what I'm thinking of in my head right now. But if it was really bad, like well, if like now you got to say it. If well, like if they exposed themselves to the person, like oh doing the, like the old trench coat, you know. I just I I think of things that would get you fired by trying to scare someone, right? So that is against the rules. Ah, uh, yes, it is. It's not like Good. a hey, oh, that's that's John. He likes to do that sort of thing. Can't do that. Now I know. Yeah, now, now I you know. know. Especially after our question about my tattoo. 
Now I know. I know you might have to. You might have to cancel the trench coat purchase. Okay. I have one. You can have. I got it from the army. I should probably hang on to it. Special. <laughs> we can't talk about it. Undercover ops. I can't. I, it's something I don't like to talk the about. Old little zen zen. <laughs> All right, did we get to the bottom of this one? I don't even know. No. I'm so, I'm so jittery now thinking I mean, about morning. We did. I, maybe I should curtail it a bit, but I'm still yeah, going to do it. I'm light, still like, going to be me. Like lighthearted humor. Mm-hmm. You know, you might think it's funny. After like the 15th time, hey, let's let's just give it a break. That's you know, funny. Well, Kelly, will, will you accept Wood's promise of not, maybe, Wood, will you yes. knock it off in the future? No, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna He's going to do it even worse and now. I, and then next week, can we address him constantly shutting the lights off on me when I'm in the bathroom? That's never going to stop. Because if I didn't have my phone on me to use the flashlight, that would just be... That would be... Dangerous. No, I think I think and Wood, unhygienic. No, and, and Wood has told me he's the environmental captain. Mm-hmm. He's looking out for Mother Nature. Power saving move. <laughs> it is power saving. Thank you, Kelly. We're an employee-owned company. As we save expenses, stock goes up. All your right. account goes up. You're welcome. Hashtag going green. Go dark. <laughs> Boom. All right. Well, anyway, you know what? Thank you, Zen Zen. Sorry, this was Kelly. A pleasure. That's yeah. all. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week. See ya. Kelly and Woods, Small Town Salute. We'd like to say good morning to everybody listening in Pesic, North Dakota, population 87. Fun fact, that name Pesic comes from the Czech Republic word for sand. Must be a pretty sandy .11 square miles there in Pesic, North Dakota. And that's why they get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. I realize that a lot of people that are listening right now probably don't listen at 6.30 in the morning because that was two hours ago. Mm -hmm. But we do something called the Golden Ring of Games at 6.30 in the morning where we spin a wheel and who knows what game we're going to land on. Right. Could be anything from Wrap It Up. It's been a lot of fun. The Silver Screen. Mm -hmm. Well, today was Name the Celebrity or Guess the Celebrity. Mm -hmm. And Wood... All right, Brian Riley. So Wood was the celebrity this morning. Yes, I was. And this is... Give... (laughs) I always get angry. I don't know why. My real name is Golden. Because I think that you think you're good at this. Oh, I'm fantastic. Would you know? <laughs> it, like, here, Brian Riley, you can play right now. Okay. Ask Because I know who this is supposed to be. <laughs> ask Wood a couple questions. Ask Wood three questions. See if you can guess who he's trying to imitate right now. Are, are you, uh, well, I think he gave it away. Are, are you an athlete? No. <laughs> I guess maybe I'm an athletic, but no, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> What is an athlete? <laughs> <laughs> getting better as I go. I'm getting better. You're starting to sound like the queen. You're, you're flirting with the queen. Uh, are Every you- imitation Wood does starts to sound like the queen after a while. It gets there. Are you young? No. I'm 71. Young at heart. Are you a witch? <laughs> I don't. I, are, I couldn't. Uh, are you an actor? I've acted, but I wouldn't consider myself an actor. Wait, have I acted? Yes, I have. Oh, I've been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, good. Good oh, for me. I, I Now I have to guess what that is? Yeah, guess who that is. This is the game that we played this morning. Oh, you are um, Prince <laughs> Charles or something? Oh, no. I'm Sting. What? Sting. Not Sting. the wrestler. The artist. Yeah. That's supposed to be Sting. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you went with. Dude, I nailed that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, 
I'm lobbying to have that game taken off the golden prize wheel. <laughs> no. It's just irritating. I nailed that. That was real brutal. Athlete. Athlete. <laughs> I think if we're going to do Name the Celebrity, I think I should get to do one. No, you only do three. I do Morgan. One's really good. One sucks. Which one? This, your Joe Pesci sucks. Hey, this is Joe Pesci. <laughs> <That> sucks. <laughs> Listen, hey, yo. I'm funny how? Funny like a clown? I amuse you? You're Morgan Freeman. Very good. That's when I met Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> what's, the, what's the third? I don't, I don't even know if you I have think the I third. Do you do Luke Bryan? I was trying to do Jeff Goldblum for a while, but that one just never quite panned out. Your Luke Bryan's not bad. Hi, everybody. This is Luke Bryan. <laughs> that's pretty good. But that's it. That is it. That's my whole repertoire mm-hmm. right there. I but have game. At least every one I do doesn't have a British accent. Because I thought you were Adele at first. <laughs> Brian, do you do any, do you do any good ones, Matt or Wood? Yeah, I just nailed Sting. Uh, Gen D just takes it. No way, you sound like Sting. Come on, I know. And and who would choose Sting of all the like? Who's yeah. ever thinking about Sting? <laughs> like no one, no one woke up this morning and got on Spotify and was like, man, I gotta hit that Sting playlist. Please had some hits. Can you please just play every breath you take? I just I'm really craving it right now. A lot of those. I'm just saying, I think that game needs to be removed from the golden prize wheel. The golden wheel. What is it called? The golden the game? The golden ring of games. Golden ring of games. I, I think you should keep it. Just, I just want to hear more of Wood's impressions of whoever he's trying to go. Wood, give us another impression real quick. I guarantee he'll have a British accent. <laughs> All right, just for you. Hey, man. How you doing? Cool runnings. No, that's a movie, man. <laughs> Are you, um, are you supposed? Uh, the only Bob Marley? That's the only yes! John Paul. Uh, yes, that's the only person that I could think of. We jamming. That's a Martha jamming. We <laughs> you. It's the Queen doing an impersonation of Bob Marley. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We will give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes, that's where we have 40-year-old Kevin Marte. Now, Kevin, he's working. He's a server. And he's getting towards the end of the shift. Now, the interesting thing is, apparently, he knew these customers, okay? Now, there's two gentlemen. They sit down. They order their food. They start eating. They finish up. That's when they ask their server, hey, can we get a dessert menu here? That's when Marte told him, sorry, but the kitchen is closed. The two men sitting there said, okay, well, uh, we'd like to speak to a manager. Manager comes over and says, you know what? We'll go ahead. We'll get you dessert. Get you a little something sweet. Well, apparently, this... Angered Marte. In fact, sent him into a little bit of a rage. According to surveillance video, that's when he came up and threw a tablet at the victims. Apparently it was one of those tablet menus things. Oh yeah, it looks like, okay. Well, he brought it over, sent it in hot. (laughs) Sent the items on the table in the direction of the victims and other people. While one of the gentlemen at the table stood up and threw a glass back at Marte. Dang. Marte wasn't taking that. He punched the man in the face, Hello. knocked him to the ground. The other victim, who I, I'm going to guess was a, maybe the father, 67-year-old man, stood up. Well, Marte decided, you know what? How about a little one-two punch for you? Picked the gentleman up around the waist and suplexed him onto the ground. Little she got on L. Casey. There you go. Marte fled the restaurant. By the way, it's his work. 
They know who he is. <laughs> well, people called 911, and when the authorities showed up, sure enough, the older gentleman had to be taken to the hospital after the body slam. Man. Marte was quickly found because, again, he works there, and he denied the whole thing. By the way, the manager also backed him up and said that the two customers had it coming. Really? Cops weren't buying it. They arrested him the next day and took him to jail. Something tells me those guys ain't coming back for lunch. All right. Now, don't they always say, like, wrestling moves are super dangerous if you perform them in real life? Like, oh, yeah. Like, you could just kill somebody? I was screwing around in high school with a buddy of mine. Yeah. And dropped him on his head. He had to be. We had to get an ambulance. Seriously? Yeah. What What move are you trying to pull? A pile driver? Like a DDT? Oh, jeez. Honestly, God, it, it, it is one of the most. It was probably one of the scariest moments of my life. I bet. Yeah. Did your brother? Well, your did your brother ever put you in a figure four leg lock? No, I put him in it. That was that was a painful one. Or the camel clutch was a super painful wrestling move. Boston crab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you had if you had siblings. Yeah. In the nineties. You all did it. <laughs> it's probably why I have like back pain all the time and everything else. Without a doubt. A kid, the old Cobra Clutch would get you. You turn around a corner and all of a sudden a stinger <laughs> splash headed your way. It happens. <laughs> all right. Let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? By the way, I'm not saying you should do it to a 67-year-old no. man in a restaurant. No, not, I'm, I think we're saying the exact opposite, as right. a matter of fact, that it's insanely dangerous to do this. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? It's, it, it deserves a score. I'm going to say getting mad. Uh, no, I'm going to say telling a customer the kitchen's closed when it's not. That's kind of trashy. Seems. Because you just want to get out of work. You don't care about the customer at that point. I'm going to give him 125 points on that. It's not super trashy. Mm-hmm. There's a little element there. All right. And then um, I guess throwing a tablet at the customer. Yeah. That's trashy. Customer's always right. Yeah. That's trashy. 175 points on mm-hmm. that one right there. And then what do we have? We have the manager... How about what? the guy throwing the glass? Okay, then throwing a the glass bag. Then that's 150 points. Then dad getting involved mm-hmm. and catching a body slam. Catching a little suplex city for his troubles. That's right. That's 200 points right there. Mm-hmm. What did you say yesterday? Coco beware? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Coco beware will catch you slipping. <laughs> um, and then we have... Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm he lost fled the, the scene of his work okay. and then denied it. 150 points for that right there. He was arrested, correct? How about the manager saying it's the customer's fault? (laughs) Now that's trashy. Seems trashy. I'm going to give that 100 points, actually, Wood. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, here we go. Now we got a story, or a score for you on this story. Are you ready? Come on. Today, Coco Beware versus Sheik Adnan El Casey earns itself a whopping... 975 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. All right. We got Jamie sitting on hold right now. She is ready to play Win the Intern's Lunch, although we don't we didn't have an intern this week. So it's Win Brian Riley's Lunch. Jamie, you there? I am. All right. So I'm going to play you the same music clips that I played Brian Riley, okay? And, okay. And you just have to guess, will he be able to finish the lyrics? Okay. Today's first song, here it is. Will he be able to finish yeah. the lyrics on that one? You think so? Yeah. All right, let's see what Brian said. Finish the lyrics to this song. I just know she's working nine to five. I'm going to be honest. Oh, uh, man, it's her birthday. It is? Oh, yeah. Are, are we sure? Oh. Oh, now I feel really bad. All right. A cup of ambition. Eggs and 
bacon on a fire. I don't know what you want me to do. Kelly Jordan rapping this morning? Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Yawning, stretching, trying to come to life. Yeah. Is today her birthday? Oh, no, it's tomorrow. Oh, okay. Right, potato, potato. What do you get to? <laughs> well, that's okay. Brian Riley got it yeah. wrong. So you thought he was going to get that right. He actually got it wrong, but it's okay. You just got to get best two out of three, okay? Okay. All right. I played Brian Riley this song. You got to know when the hold That's the wrong clip. I played him this clip. You got to know when the Well, he get that one. Uh, if he didn't get the last one, I'm going to go with the no. <laughs> All right. Let's see what Brian Riley said. This is a tough one. Here we go. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to hold them. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. You better count your money. When you're sitting at the table, something I don't know, but I got to be somewhat close. Come on. You are very close. You never count your money while sitting at the table. Oh, it's right? never, that's what I said. I no, said never. Said better. No. Yeah, I, I meant never. Okay. Well, let's look. No when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. I listen to the European version where it's better. You better, count, count, you your better count your money. All right, now you're starting to get it dialed in. Now you're starting to understand the mind of Brian Riley. All right, if you can yeah. get this last one, you win Brian Riley's lunch. Here we go. Cause don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars and drive them old trucks. Well, he get that one. No. All right, let's see. Last one, Brian. You can redeem yourself. Did you, did on you make this one. it easy? Yes. Oh. Just don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars and drive them old trucks. Uh, Come on, man. Dude, dude, stop. Did you not watch The Ranch? This was the theme song of The Ranch. Was it? Yeah. And it's like oh, the, I didn't know that. I let it play every time. E- uh, That's why I to climb the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I honestly have no... I, dude, I did not... I never listened to Classic Country Girl. You, you need to educate yourself. Don't let them pick guitars and drive them old trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. I should have known. Yeah, he did not get that one either. Not even close on that one. Didn't even get the bat off his shoulder, as they I say. I got two out of three. <laughs> well, <laughs> you did it this morning. You won Brian Riley's lunch. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. You want to guess why we changed the name of the coffee table? Because we were putting <laughs> coffee on it? We did, weren't in the beginning. Your coffee table used to be called a cocktail table. Why did they stop calling it a cocktail table? Because at some point during Prohibition, cocktails were illegal. So then people started calling it a coffee table, so it went from being your cocktail table to being your coffee table. Do you have a coffee table? I don't know. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I don't have one right now, and I don't miss it. I, 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 like, for, I like it for putting my feet up. I use a recliner, though. Uh, well, my wife won't allow me to have a recliner. 
come again, sir? My wife won't allow me to have a recliner. She won't allow you, or what? you can't buy one. Like you're saving money and you no, don't I could, I can afford a decent recliner, but uh, my wife doesn't want one in the house. Why? I don't know. She doesn't like the way they look. So in turn, I'm not allowed to ha- like the way they look. What about like a reclining couch? That's a two for one. Sectional? That, that would be good, but we, it, we have a perfectly good sectional and perfectly good living room furniture right now, so I'm not going to go buy a reclining couch. I think she's worried, too, that if we had anything that reclined, I would never sleep in bed. I would just sleep in the recliner as, yeah. a, li- as a lifestyle you- choice. <laughs> How do you nap around the house? Uh, various ways. I mean, obviously, we know that you fall asleep in your front closet, but... Right. I fall asleep either in the bench in the front closet or... Front yard. Pr- front yard or... At where? Backyard? Back, uh, I'm sure there's been time. Oh, yeah. I've fallen asleep yeah. on my back patio before. Yeah. Uh, or put my feet up on the coffee table and sleep in that chair. Cocktail table. Cocktail table. Like, honestly, I've allowed you to, you know, <laughs> live your life. Thank you. And some of the things that you have said, fine. But the fact that you can't have a throne in your own home. And I've said, too, I'm like, man, you know what I'd love, really love to have as a recliner? And she's like, no. Like, I, I have my chair in the basement. Like, yes. no one's supposed to sit in the chair. Like, if my wife sat in it, fine. But if I walk in, like, hey. That's your chair. Get them. Like, if right. I walk into my kids in it, I throw them out. Even if I'm not going to sit down. Like, that's not mine. I don't want you ruining the grooves. <laughs> I don't I don't have a chair that's mine in the house. Except for the chair that's behind the bar. Like, that's my chair. When everybody comes over, I sit in the chair okay. behind the bar. The stool behind the bar. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I don't, I don't have a recliner. Have you seen some of those reclining chairs, though? They've got massagers, yeah. refrigerators, refrigerators in them. Yeah. Pretty sweet, but I'll never have one. I had the I'll power never. one there for a while. Oh, that was yeah. nice. Did Especially the had the head part that like it tilted up. Did it lift you up so you could stand up? No, that's oh. for handicapped people, you well, monster. I mean, you, you were 500 nice, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> hey, trust me, that thing would have been a massive piston to get me up at 500. <laughs> Don't you dare point the finger at me. I'm not the one who's too scared of my wife to have a recliner. What had a one with a forklift engine on? What would happen if you came home with a recliner? They had the fridge, the lit, the, the recliner, like all of it. Even no, no, no. Forget that. What if it's just a classy one? Just Ooh. a good old fashioned like leather side where it looks like a reading. Just some class, like a leather recliner, yeah. maybe. Possibly. I, she would just be like, I don't want that in the house. <laughs> I live a different life than you would. You know this, man. What a pathetic existence. <laughs> oh, because I can't have a recliner. Everything yeah. else in my life is dope. <laughs> <laughs> just because I can't have a recliner? Fine. Oh, maybe, I don't, maybe I don't want a recliner. I just haven't realized it yet. <laughs> no, that ain't it, my friend. <laughs> well, either way, that coffee table used to be called a cocktail table. <laughs> I hope my wife's not listening right now. She's like, you can make me sound so mean on the air. Well, you let the man recline. <laughs> I think she knows, too, that the second I recline, I'm out. Yeah, like, I'm so sleep deprived that I'm just out. I imagine the first time you sit one and like popped it back, your body, like a giant knot, <laughs> would just like untwist. <laughs> Coming here all loose and happy. <laughs> he grew three inches. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> just the stress and everything just melted out of him. Maybe. Maybe one day. Maybe I could sit in yours one day just to see what it feels like. No, it's my chair. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) I will never know the joys of a recliner. That's all right. I I, I choose marriage over reclining. You chose wrong, brother. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you're like, wait, what was it about again? Again, that coffee table used to be called a cocktail table until prohibition happened. Sadness. I'll have another one for you tomorrow because this is what I do. 
and you maybe don't find it interesting, and that's fine. Doesn't bother me at all, man. Because sometimes, <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. Our first break from five forty in the morning. I explained to Wood how I spent two, almost two and a half hours. Scraping ice off my driveway yesterday. Yeah. Then we talk about you trying to buy plane tickets. Uh, we got Ooh. called poor somewhere along the way there. We got called poor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we got yelled at for not having all our facts straight. That's on her. It was a wild ride. It was a wild ride this morning, but it's our bonus track. Our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Come yeah. On. <laughs> well, you gave me a funky look in the middle of it. You threw me off my game. Well, when you hit the hump, I knew we were in for something. Get ready, because today's the hump. Hump day. But it's nice to know. It's Wednesday, Kelly and Wood, and we ain't no chump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just fade that out there, yeah. and we are rolling. Oh, way we go. Uh, no, my hands are killing me. I spent two, nay, two and a half hours busting up ice at the end of my driveway yesterday. Oh. Because the, the gutter is clogged, mm-hmm. so all, all that rain melt and everything else just like all pooled at the end of my driveway. And I was just like, I can't leave it like this. Mm-mm. I'm embarrassed that people come over to my house and it looks like I don't keep up my home. You had pro- you had poor driveway maintenance there. No, 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 no. Mm. I, well, okay. Last week, I didn't expect them to come through with the plow unexpectedly because it didn't snow, but I think they were just doing a cleanup, right? All right. I didn't have time to get out there and get it, and then it rained. It was just, it was, it was a mess. So you had a hump down there. It was a nasty hump. I've been there. It was an ugly hump, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> We've all been there. Yes. And so I was like, all right, I just, I got to buckle down and I got to do it. I got to get that ice up. That was my goal this year. I did not want to have any of that. So anytime there was anything, I went out and got after it. Regardless. And I, and like, if we ever had like a nice day. You got to clean it all up. Mm-hmm. I am very proud of my driveway this year. Like I've talked, not to be you know old man. Well, come on, hot driveway talk. <laughs> but my my yard was trash last year. It was. I saw I, pictures. I saw pictures. It looked horrible. Why? Why? It, it looked horrible. Like look, dude, I got sandy soil. I battle every single summer. I don't want to hear about it. And my big thing this winter is like, all right, look, I've got to get this together here. You know, I've I I was like, I am going to keep my my driveway in check, and I have. I am very proud Good for of you, man. And my goal this spring, because it's coming, I'm going to get my yard back under control this year. Are you calling in professionals? No, I mean, I'm going to have somebody like spray for weeds and stuff. Right. Because that's, that's what I did away with last year. I was like, ah, eh, my yard looks great. And then it was just a tra- It's amazing how fast it can happen. I need to. And this, boy, this is some hot lawn talk. Hey, you know what, hot though? Hot lawn talk. In the middle of winter, hot lawn talk feels kind of nice, doesn't hot it? Hot lawn talk. Because i got to get I gotta get out and fix my sprinkler system this year. Because that's my front lawn just completely died last year. Mm-hmm. It was just ugly. So yeah. I'm gonna, I, I, I'm going to do my best this year to bring back that front lawn. Everyone who I've talked to that has had like an automated sprinkler system. Yes. It's one of those things that it sounds like a great idea, but it's a lot of work. It's maintenance, yeah. It's ma- but honest to God, you know what? As Anything I, good is a lot of work, you know? As I get older, though, I enjoy that kind of maintenance. Because it gives me a reason to be outside, right? Even mm-hmm. yesterday. I, you know, yesterday I was being a little whiny baby mm-hmm. about the weather. Big time. But huge. I was embarrassed, honestly, when I went back and listened to the podcast yesterday. I was like, what a whiny little... Like, no wonder no one likes me. Almost made you a I totally get it now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but I was like, you know what? I spent, I, I don't know, two and a half hours out in the fresh air yesterday. It wasn't sunny. I wasn't getting any vitamin D. But you were outside. But I was outside. I was working. I was getting some movement, some exercise. And honest to God, dude, I'm not even making this up. 
I was in a great mood last night. It helps because I got out and got some fresh air, and I wasn't just locked in the house nonstop. It, that what is what do they call it? Halitosis that you can get sometimes. I don't know halitosis. No, I think it's halitosis that you're like just in your house all the time. Right. But I I was handy yesterday as well. Let's hear it. I you built a spice rack. I could have. <laughs> I could have as much as at, at the drop of a hat. You got the materials ready to go. It's almost like a bodily function. You got for everything me. just so pre-cut, sitting there in a pile, ready to be glued together. But I have had a loose uh, faucet for a while, and my wife, com- God love her. Like, my wife puts up with a lot. Oh, she sure does. But, you know... No one she, understands her plight more than me. She would come into the bathroom, and it would wiggle, and she just... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's loose. I'll get to it. Yesterday, I... and I, I You busted off the screwdriver and tightened something. I, I thought it was going to take, like, that special sink wrench and everything. You know, I had all the tools laid out and ready to go. I climb <laughs> under there. It's just a little, like, nut that I had. It took, like, three twists. I was like, oh... Isn't it amazing, the the small repairs that you will just let go forever? Like my dryer door being that prime example. That thing was, it it, honest to God, took me 20 seconds to fix it when I finally got the right part, which took me $1.75 to get the right clip for it. And my wife had to lean an ironing board against the dryer for a year. Mr. Yelly. And I had to build this elaborate system so that we could get a nice wedge of the ironing board against yeah. the dryer. And dude, that was for a year. My dad had always told me growing up, there are no hard jobs if you have the right tools. Right. He, and he he has a pretty good point. He's look, man has been on this earth for a long time. We figured it out. And we've pretty much invented a tool for everything. Like that's when you go in like a hardware store and you see like, oh, what the hell is that? Guess what? At some point in time, there was a problem that somebody couldn't fix. So they invented a tool yeah. to make it easy to fix. 100%. Like, and that's when, like, you go get your car fixed and you're always like, oh my God, it's so expensive. You're not just paying for that, you know, mechanics time. You're also paying for their school and also the cost that they paid in for tools. Right. They buy their own tools. They have the tools to fix it because, okay, yeah, it's easy for them to fix now, but it took a million different things for them to get to that point. Can I tell you what I'm going to try and do this weekend? This is a big project this weekend. So we have, my house is old, it was built in the 80s. And it has popcorn ceilings, which, you know, you get made fun of for because it's such an 80s thing. I don't right? mind it. But anyway, so in the in our bathroom, the popcorn ceiling has started to flake a little bit in the downstairs bathroom. I'm going to try and take down the popcorn ceiling in the bathroom. Oh, you're going to destroy your house. <laughs> you're going to destroy your house. <laughs> There's going to be a hole in the roof of the bathroom. That is, uh, like, I, you know me, dude. I don't like messing with drywall, even though I've put in plenty of holes. I yeah. should be pretty good at Spackling. You're good at destruction. But, yeah, I'm I'm great at taking things down, putting them back up, and electricity. Those are the two things I just don't monkey with. I'm fine with electricity, and I'm going to try this because it, it's it's starting to look kind of bad. And I'm like, all right, well, my daughter has friends come over. I, look, dude, I grew up in that house that I was embarrassed of all the time. I don't want my daughter to lo- grow up in She's that She's not. You got a gorgeous home. Uh, but I don't want – you, you understand what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, though. I, I want to – you know, it's already bad I drive a rusty truck, and I have to pick her up from school and that thing. I don't want her to be embarrassed of her home. Can I tell you something, though? I would love for you to. So yesterday, Andrew had to work last night. And when she came home and she tried that faucet and it was fixed, <laughs> you think that I changed the spinning of the earth. Right. And she, I lo- Thank you. I'm like, yeah, I was like, it's a tough job. Had to get down there. I yeah. made it into this elaborate thing. Oh, dude, when I fixed the dryer door. 
I told my wife, I was like, I, I got to get off the phone. I got to watch some YouTube videos about how to fix this thing. Oh, Mr. Yell. I already already fixed it. It was already done. I was like, oh, God. She's a- Be my hero, Yell. But you do those things for your wife and... No. That didn't happen. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Oh. No. She's like, that's great. I'm going to go downstairs and read. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm just going to stand here and look at that <laughs> pipe fitting. Uh, no, but no, it was it was nice to get that done and feel like you get... Because when you do accomplish something around oh, your house... it's the best feeling in the world. It is. Well, like, uh, you just feel like, you know what? This is the this is yeah. the homestead, and doesn't it motivate you to do other things? Then it kind of takes you're off. Like, you're like, man, if I could do that, I can easily rip down the popcorn ceiling in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. If I can, if I can fix a clip on the dryer in 20 seconds, I can tear down the popcorn ceiling. It starts with changing a light bulb. Like I've got a four light bulb thing in my bathroom, and three of the light bulbs are like that white. And then the other white light bulb is like that yellow light. That almost makes me nauseous when that happens. And I'm all the time. I'm just, you know, I could fix that, but, you know. I, Mother Earth. Dude, you got to protect Mother Earth. There's no use in replacing good light bulbs. I have a unique lighting aspect in here for... That's why your makeup always looks so good. Right. You know, just, that, that's fine. That's that's what it is. Hey, can we touch on something real quick here? Please. The after party for the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour? On Saturday. Right. Saturday, the, and, and you don't have to go to the St. Cloud Crab Beer Tour to come to the after party. There still are tickets for the St. Cloud Crab Beer Tour. You can go to craftbeertours.com and the tickets are there. And I believe all the proceeds this year go to the Nicholas P. Canning Hero Foundation. Great foundation. Right. So it goes to a great cause, but I'm, I, you know me, dude. Whenever we throw some sort of party, I'm always worried no one's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Always, all the time. So I just want to get it out there that w- immediately following the Crab Beer Tour at 5 o'clock, we're going to be at Beaver Island Brewing mm-hmm. uh, right downtown St. Cloud, right off of Six. Sixth Street, yeah. And I would love to see everybody there. I'm going to be doing a live country quick mix, mm-hmm. um, which Wood hates when I do that for some reason. I don't understand why. I mingle. Mingle. Meet, talk with people. I've, I've talked to every everybody. I've People don't want to hear my stories anymore. No, it, we don't. But it's, it's, it's done. It's the, nice. The dream is over. So I'm just saying, but it's fun to do a live country quick mix, you mm-hmm. know, to read the energy of the room and see, you know, but I'm just saying, if y'all want to show up, that would be awesome. They're doing $4 pints. You know that Beaver Island has some of the most delicious, of course, nice hard tea, you know, it's it's going to be going down. And they're also celebrating their nine-year anniversary. It's a big grand reopening event there as well. So again, that's this Saturday, five until seven. So if you are going to be at the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour, make sure you say hey to Kelly and I. Right. We're going to be out there. We'll be doing tons of mingling there. And then, of course, if you are, come on over afterwards. If you're not, well, we'll meet you there at 5 o'clock right. out there at Beaver Island Brewing. I'm going there. So Friday, I'm DJing for Central Minnesota Realtors or something like that. Okay. So And then I'm setting up my equipment at Beaver Island. I'm, I'm going to be ready to go at 5 o'clock. Look, dude, if you ain't ready, don't don't even bother showing up. Bruno Mars! <laughs> Nick Barth, the owner of Beaver Island, was like, you going to play Bruno Mars? I was like, I don't know. The crowd decides. How can I not? Right. I don't decide what to play. The crowd decides. Nah, it'll be Bruno Mars. So anyway, I would love to see you over there. And of course, we would love to see you at the Crab Beer Tour. That is one of my favorite events of the year. That is a nice break in the winter weather. Mm-hmm. Because you get in there, it's wide open. Everyone's having a great time sampling tons of craft beers from all over the place. And by the way, if you, like, I'm not a drinker. Right. And I still have a fun time there. It's is, cool being around fun people. Is your wife going? She is. My wife's going. There you go. They can kick it. Hang out together. Why wouldn't they? I think my wife's going to allow herself to have a sip of beer. Mr. Yelly. <laughs> She's so afraid. I don't want to talk to Mr. Wood. 
I don't like him. <laughs> no, she doesn't like you. She likes your wife, though. He's mean to me. Your wife's a hell of a person. She is. All right. And I need something to get some bad taste out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> I sat down last night to plan a trip, a boy's trip. Hmm. A, Must be nice. You spit in my face. And then B. Dude, my wife is not going to let me go to Las Vegas without her. It's just not going to happen. It'll be with me. I know. And she trusts you. I think she trusts you more than she trusts me. Don't blame her. But there's no way on God's green earth. My wife has never even been to Vegas. Mm-hmm. She's not going to let me go again without her. She's never been once. No, she's never. I told you that. I was like, maybe for her birthday next year or something, I'll take her to Vegas. I. It's a fun time. It's adult yeah. Disneyland. Right. Anyway, and I wanted to plan this trip. Well, with what you've told me, there's no way I can go now. I wanted to go for the first, and I've gone the past couple of years, the first weekend of the college basketball NCAA March Madness tournament. Right. My favorite four sports days of the year. Yes. It's just constant excitement. Yes. And gone out the past couple of years. So I said, let's go this year. Mm -hmm. Sit down, open up the computer. Bring in your new best friend. Log in. Tickets to fly out Thursday night and come back on Sunday. So Thursday night from here to Vegas. Right. Then and come back on Sunday. Guess how much? A person. Round trip. Uh, $650, which would be an expensive ticket. More. Okay. More than that. Uh, $900. dollars Dude, why, why is air travel becoming the worst experience in the world? Now, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I like to fly Delta because I just I like getting there. <laughs> I like getting there on time, and I like to make sure that all my crap is there. Right. That doesn't happen all the time, but for them, I like it. Yeah. I even went to the other airlines, the quote-unquote bargain airlines, mm-hmm. $900, $1,200. Why? I don't know if because uh, is I guess, it just that particular weekend going to Vegas because of all the betting? Well, now I know. Well, first of all, if you ever try to fly in or out of Vegas, if you're trying to get out of Vegas on a sat a Sunday, it's insane, right? Because everybody on Earth wants to get out of Vegas on Sunday, right? Because everyone's coming for the long weekend; they want to leave. All right, I get that, but still, it's I guess it's St. Patrick's Day. Weekend as well. Okay. And it's also like a lot of people's spring break, that area. Some people want to go to Las Vegas for spring okay. break if you're right. I, But I've never in my life seen it for $1,600. For one ticket. Dude, last year I flew my entire family to Texas for less than that. I looked into flying into like Phoenix and renting a car and driving up. It's still pricey. The price of plane tickets right now is just bonkers expensive. Are they, let me ask you this. Let me get your theory on this. Are they trying to get people to not fly because they keep screwing everything up? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're over, just overwhelmed? That's what I'm thinking. I think that people got screwed with the Southwest thing and, all right, I'm never going to fly them or I'm not, I can't trust them. So yeah. they're going to other airlines. I don't know. Or if it's just the, you know, we're paying more for everything now. Could it be that? Either way, $1,600 is obscene. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. I mean, Unless it was like a first class ticket. And not from here to Las Vegas. Four years ago, I could go to Vegas, get a hotel, airfare, 
gamble, right. eat, and come back <laughs> for less than $1,600. That's insane. That means my, me and my family will never fly again because there's no way I can fly four people at that kind of price. And we've I've seen like it come, like ebb and, and all, everything ebbs and flows, as they say, right? And it's always tough to fly out of the Midwest in during spring break because everyone that makes sense. wants to go somewhere. So that, that usually goes up a little bit, but never like this. Jason just texted in, going to Nevada for a long weekend. This weekend, going to be a nice break. Good for you. How much? I'm going to ask him how much his plane tickets were. I doesn't want to say. <laughs> and so he doesn't I, want us to be jealous of his money. And so, like, I really feel for people that like have to travel for work or things like that, or maybe if you've had another trip and everything like that, just paying crazy like that. How about uh, another text just came in? Uh, my wife and I got lucky. We're both flying Delta to QS. And it's only 500 for the both of us. What is... QS? I have no idea where the hell QS is. That must be some other country. Maybe. Quebec? <laughs> Quebec standard? <laughs> Key West, he says. All oh. right. <laughs> Key West. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So maybe you just have to find your way and, yeah. and, and do it all. But I, honestly, I played around with a lot of the flights. I think we're going to have to leave like Wednesday night and take like a red eye. Okay. Like fly out like 11.55 p.m. Okay. And then come back on Monday morning. So you're telling me you're taking Thursday, Friday, Monday off? I may have to. Okay. Just, Just so pro- you can gamble. No, well, that's the, totally cool. It's the, not a problem. The pro- Let's go see my parents. How dare you? My mother's been in poor health. How, how, how much of your parents are you actually going to see? Actually, a lot. I actually do enjoy Because well, they come sit at the sports book with you, right? Yeah. My dad will come and read angry letters to the government. <laughs> Mom <laughs> flies around on her scooter running over people's toes. It's a nice little family bonding event. But yeah, right. if you play around with the times, man, we got down to like 500. Okay, that's not bad. Much better. But it's sad that you can't really kind of pick and choose. And I get, all right, everyone wants to leave. That time is going to be more expensive. But 1600 bucks is just obscene. That's steep. Yeah. That's definitely steep. I think I'm going to take a trip while you go to Vegas. You should. I'm going to go. So I got I to gotta get somewhere warm, man. I, I, I am so blue this winter. Just so blue. It's because you're not going out there and doing anything. You're I know. not going out there and attacking that weekend, man. Well, well, what am I going to do? What, what What is there to do when it's cold, wet, and rainy? We talked ice fishing, snowmobiling. I don't know anyone with a snowmobile, and I don't know anyone with an ice house. Actually, Rent? I do know someone with an ice house, but it's one of those tents. I don't want to go sit in a tent on a the shell? ice. shell? Yeah, I want to go sit and have a beer in a warm ice house with the TV on. I honestly don't even care if I catch a fish or not. Mm-hmm. I just want to have a line in the water. Maybe a mixed drink or two. I just want to point out that you getting out of the house is going to a smaller house. It's like, no, it's like going to a fort. <laughs> it's like playing fort as a kid. You go it out does. there and it's, you know, it's small and it's cozy. And I, I, if, I, don't know, I don't know if I would ever have the means to, but I would love to buy a nice house and just put it out on the lake. You know, I drive past many lakes you between do? my house and here mm-hmm. and just put it out there. And maybe on my way home, I stop in for a cocktail at my ice house. <laughs> Again, you're just stopping at a smaller house, <laughs> drinking, like, and then going back it's to like your having a tree house. house. It's it's like having a tree house. When you were a kid, you had a bedroom, but it was more fun to be in the tree house. Honestly, that is like the one thing I always wanted as a kid that I never got because we never had any like mature trees yeah. in the house. My my niece has one, and I'm pretty jealous. Of I've it. seen it. I saw your uh, your brother post a picture of it on Facebook. It's it's the I honestly. I was so jealous. This tells you what kind of person I am. Petty. I almost turned him in for not getting a building permit, because that thing was so nice. I almost called. Now, he lives in Alabama, so no one cares. Right. Right? He could build that thing with probably weed growing out of it, and no one would care in Alabama. But I was just 
a little bummed out that I never had one of those as a kid. And if you have one or had one as a kid, you're a lucky son of a guy. You had good parents. You did. You had really good parents. Come on now. All right. Should we do history, my friend? Uh, yes. Or do you want hints on them text? No, somebody six people texting in. 559 for flight in a hotel to Laughlin, Nevada. Yeah, I thought about it. And then go ahead and drive. Going to Florida in May, Thursday to Sunday. Rent, house rental only costing me 700 So people are telling, backing me up here. Right. Ah, they're taking me to the, the woodshed on this. Because, you know, they say, what, it's like six weeks out, you're supposed to book your ticket, so I'm going a little early on that. Yeah. And there's all those, you know, do it on a Tuesday, that's supposed to be a myth. Yeah. Just got back from Hawaii, spent t- 10 days there, Rob. Well, 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 Rob. Must be nice, Isn't Rob. that nice? All right, here we go. History will make me happy. Come on now. In 1644, the very first ever... Third Rock from the Sun episode. <laughs> America's first UFO sighting. First documented UFO sighting when? happened in 1644. Nah, we saw them before then. Oh, I know we saw them before then, but that's the first documented one. Mm. A lot of people are saying that this is going to be the year that they really start to tell us what's going on. Like, this is when they really tell us, like, yeah, we have aliens here. They live among us. They've been here forever. Remember the Storm Area 51 movement that lasted about a solid six weeks? Yeah, because the military is like, we'll kill you. Yeah. Like, you can't come onto a military base. I don't care if there's a thousand of you. You can't do it. They'll just sit there and just pick you off. Right. But it is kind of messed up that they got something there and they're not telling us what it is. Is it, though? We the people. Right. It'd probably melt our mind if they but, told us what's in there. Right. That's what, that's what worries me. If they start to tell people what's really going on, people are going to lose their minds. They're not going to be able to handle it. I, so that's why I think they they meter the information a little bit. They'll give you a little taste of like, yeah, we kind of got some info on some alien stuff. They got something in there. They oh, just won't 100%. tell us. Yeah. It was on this day in 1778. Speaking of traveling. Oh. <laughs> James Cook discovered Hawaii, naming it the Sandwich Islands. Mm. Well, I mean... There were people there. I, well, there was people here too, right? Because if you go, if, and he, he discovered it and reported it to the rest of the world. There he goes. Like maybe Rob can back us up. Like there were, we were told when we went to Hawaii. Like there are certain areas you don't go as a tourist. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That there are still people in Hawaii that really, really hate the fact that they're a tourist destination. Well, there's a lot of people. I had a friend who uh, lived in Hawaii for like twenty years, and he said there's certain areas where, as a, a white person, you don't go. Yeah, because it's it's very indigenous, and you just don't go there. They hate you there. Here's your uh, maybe it's just me. There's an island in Hawaii there. That they can't inhabit because we used it for bombing practice for so many times. There's just artillery shells all over the place on that, the island. That's like Bikini Atoll, the place where we tested all those nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Paradise Island. Now no one can go there because there's so much radiation there. And some people still like go to this island and try and live and they just die. Can you imagine what insects are on that planet? Probably none. Like an eight-headed caterpillar? No, I bet there's none, dude. They probably can't live. There's probably just roaches. That's it. Roaches are like the only thing that can survive that kind of radiation. That's creepy. On this day in 1996. And just think, nobody thought this would last. Lisa Marie Presley filed for divorce from Michael Jackson. Now, even the world's most awkward kiss couldn't keep those two together. We knew that divorce was coming after that kiss. Oh, man. It, it looked like two people who had never kissed someone in their life. Yeah. Like a sixth grade party. They were, <laughs> they were actually married for 20 months, though. Yeah, okay. 
I didn't know they were married. I thought it was like six months. No, she was Lisa Marie Presley. God rest her soul. Was married to Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. for six months, and then Michael Jackson for twenty months. She had like seven marriages or something like. That. Really? Yeah, she got married a lot. Well, I, I, I that's sad. Just a it sad, is, oh, sad, it's life. extremely sad. I mean, you know, she her drug abuse, all that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. really sad. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick. Come on, J- J- uh, Jason Siegel. I am man. been in a ton of movies. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Knocked Up, Love You Man. I Love You Man is a great movie. Gulliver's Travels, Bad Teacher, Despicable Me, and of course, The Muppets. And of course, easily the best part of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, 100. I could not agree with you more on that one. Like, he was so good, he made Ted bearable. <laughs> Sorry, old Ted. And of course, from St. Cloud, Minnesota, That's on right. the show. And it irritated me every time, because when they went, quote unquote, back to St. Cloud, it was... It wasn't here. What what was it? Do you know? It was just a, ta- a, a town with snow. Oh, I oh I hate that. It just it kind of it, it kind of chapped my nuggets, but Chap- that's fine. No, the saying is chapped my nuggets. Not mine. Not my <laughs> saying. But uh, he is forty five. Ah, you're actually a little bit high on that one. I can't give you the uh, the ding. Uh, I'll give you this. All right, forty three. Oh, good for him. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. This is America. We don't share land here. Kevin Costner, it's his birthday today. Boy, he's seen a revival. 100%. He's always been kind of low-key one of my favorite actors. He's been in a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I just, I've always loved his acting style. Mm-hmm. Like, Bodyguard. Bodyguard was like one of my favorite movies of all time that he was in. And he's just so good in that movie. Robin Hood. The Robin Hood movie. Oh, yeah. Is in. Man, I forgot about that. That one. was a solid one. I still just look, I know everyone loves Yellowstone. I tried watching it. My wife refuses to watch it around me anymore. I just couldn't buy it. I just couldn't do it. I feel like I need to watch it. 60, 65. Uh, oh, no. Ooh. No, he's 68 today. Really? Yeah. All right, good for him. Looks pretty good for 68. All right. <laughs> Uh, Hope texted and she says, hey, can you wish my daughter Isabella a happy fifth birthday today? Happy birthday to you. That's a good one there. Oh, Debbie got a little upset with me. Mm-hmm. Lisa Marie Presley was only married four times. Look it up. Yeah, hey, well, I'm sorry. Okay. Listen, uh, Debbie, if you're coming here for facts, you got the wrong show. Yeah, look, we'll get you in the neighborhood. Yeah. And then someone smarter will get you home. Right. Sorry about that, Debbie. Uh, other people taking it out on us. Jason texted in and says, go somewhere, you bunch of pores. Oh! Fair enough. Yeah, you know what, man? Other people texting in their gorgeous vacation fi- pictures. That's very people nice. People are texting vacation pictures? Uh, you guys need to watch the documentary on Area 51 with Bob Lazard. He worked in Area 51. Tells you what he saw. No. Oh, I know that dude, though. I've, I've watched a lot of his YouTube videos. There's no way he's telling the truth, because why is he still alive? Joyce says Key West is part of the Florida... Yeah, Joyce, we know it's part of the Florida Keys. I don't, mm. Did we ever say it wasn't? I no, someone know. someone said QS. That's why we couldn't figure out what they were talking about, Joyce. Right. I'm guessing they were doing voice to text. So yes. let's let's clean... Boy, we got to clean the spindle here. We got a lot of text. A lot of people angry telling, with A us. lot of people telling us that we're wrong. Again, welcome to the show. <laughs> No one ever said we're smart. Yeah, we we get it right 37% of the time. That's probably high.